you feel like you're stuck or find yourself attracting the same type of relationships and negative experiences or just not manifesting what you want in life, welcome to Heal Your Story. I'm your host, Heidi Dallaire. Here we discuss all things life, love, relationships, the relationship with yourself, and the stories we tell about ourselves and others. I help people get out of their busy heads and get back in touch with their heart space to learn self-love and help heal their story. I'm a heart space and relational coach, a holistic health practitioner, and author at HeidiDelaire.com and LoveWideOpen.com. Let's go hold some heart space together. Hey loves, before I jump into episode 174, I just want to take a moment to mention that the Emotional Regulation Mastery Program starts on October 18th. This is an in-depth six-week program that helps you get to the root cause of your anxiety and deal with the emotions that often create it. The doors will stay open until the end of Sunday, the 22nd, and then this program will close. Get it now. It won't be at this price again. The link to enroll or learn more is in the show notes. And so let's dive in. Episode 174, How to Stop Worrying All the Time. So worrying is a part of human nature. We all have such stressful lives, and sometimes we can find ourselves a little bit overwhelmed or a lot overwhelmed. Although a bit of worry is often healthy, it shows concern. Too much worrying is unhealthy and should be addressed. Today, we're going to take a look at five steps to identify how you might be able to stop worrying all the time and work towards a more relaxed, joyful, and stress-free lifestyle. This is my hope, and this is the work I continue to do with clients and students. So let's dive into our first step in conquering constant worry, and that is prioritizing your concerns. Imagine your mind as a vast, cluttered room it's filled with thoughts racing around, and to make space for calm, relaxing thoughts, you need to clear some mental clutter. The act of writing down your concerns is your first powerful tool in this step. It's like taking those swirling thoughts in your head and giving, giving them a physical presence on paper. This not only externalizes the worries, but also begins the process of creating space for more positive and tranquil thoughts to take root. It's like decluttering your mental space. When you write down your concerns, you are in essence capturing them, making them tangible. They're no longer abstract, amorphous fears. They are, they are words on paper. and That alone can be very empowering. Now consider this. Worries, when left unexamined, tend to grow and multiply. They feed off one another in the dark corners of your mind. Writing them down disrupts this process. You're pulling these worries out into the light, and when you see them clearly, you can confront them. It's, um, it's not just about decluttering, though. It's also about organizing. When you put your worries on paper, you can categorize and prioritize them. Not everything that occupies your mind is equally important or urgent. Right? Sometimes we think it is. Some concerns may be trivial 
in the grand scheme of things, while others might have a really significant impact on your life. By categorizing and prioritizing your worries, you're essentially giving structure to your thoughts. This structure is crucial because it makes it easier to address these concerns systematically. You can start with the most pressing ones, work on solutions, and move down the list. It's a strategy that can help you regain a sense of control over your thoughts and your life. Prioritizing your concerns is not just about understanding what worries you the most, but also about recognizing that some worries might be redundant, repetitive, or even baseless. This exercise is like shining a light on the shadows, revealing that some of the things that kept you up at night aren't as menacing as they seemed in the dark. So by doing this, you're taking the first step towards addressing your worries in a more structured and manageable way, right? It's akin to organizing your life's worries kind of into folders, like neatly labeled, ready to open, be assessed, and if possible, resolved. So in a nutshell, the act of writing down your concerns is the initial crucial step in your journey to stop worrying all the time. It creates space in your head, externalizes your worries, and provides you with the opportunity to organize and prioritize your concerns. This simple practice can set the stage for a more structured and manageable approach to your constant worries. All right, let's move into step two, which is remember to relax. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mm. This is often hard for folks. In our journey to conquer constant worry, this step is all about remembering to relax. It's crucial to understand that relaxation is not just a luxury. It's a necessity for us. It's a necessity for our well-being. We all lead hectic lives. And in this very fast-paced world, finding time to unwind is often neglected. However, it's a step you really must prioritize in your quest to stop worrying all the time. Consider this. Your mind is like a car engine. If you push it too hard without ever stopping, it's bound to overheat and break down. The same principle applies to your mental well-being. When you're constantly worrying, your mind is in a perpetual state of overdrive. That's unsustainable. So to break this cycle, it's essential to make time for relaxation. It's not a sign of laziness or indulgence. It's a really crucial aspect of maintaining your mental and emotional health. Now, one way to do this is by finding a hobby or an activity that really, truly relaxes you. This could be anything that brings you joy and allows your mind to really switch gears. It could be painting, gardening, reading, or even something more adventurous like rock climbing. The key is that it should take your mind off your worries and immerse you in the present moment. 
Additionally, spending quality time with friends and loved ones is another powerful way to relax. Sometimes, though, when we spend time with our family, it can actually add to our anxiety or worries, but that's a whole other ballgame. So social connections are vital to mental well-being. Sharing your thoughts and experiences with others can be really immensely therapeutic. It helps you step away from your worries and really gain a fresh perspective. Often we find ourselves so caught up in our own concerns that we lose sight of the bigger picture. Talking to friends and family can remind you that you're not alone in your worries. They might have faced similar challenges and can offer insights or simply provide a listening ear. Remember, that relaxation doesn't mean avoiding your problems. It's about taking breaks to recharge your mental and emotional batteries. So you're better equipped to face your worries head on. It's like taking a step back to see the forest through the trees, right? And it can provide you with the clarity and perspective you need to address your concerns effectively. By finding a balance between stress and relaxation, you'll be far less likely to feel anxious and worried constantly. This equilibrium allows you to step away from the overwhelming rush of daily life and embrace the calm moments that are essential for your mental and emotional well-being. So kind of in summary of this step, it's step two is all about embracing relaxation as an essential part of your life. Find those hobbies or activities that relax you, spend time with loved ones, and remember that relaxation is a necessity. All right, we're moving into step three, which is share your problems. Step three in our journey to conquer constant worry is all about the incredible power of sharing your problems. It's a step that many of us often underestimate, but it can make a significant difference in your quest for a more peaceful and balanced life. Right, I've often told people the way to heal your story is to share your story. Worry, when left unspoken, has a unique way of festering in the recesses of our minds. It can feel like a heavy burden, dragging you down with its weight. That's why the simple act of talking to somebody about your concerns and worries can be incredibly liberating. Again, when we share our stories, we realize that we are far more alike than we are different. And it makes you feel less alone. When you express your thoughts and share your worries with people you trust, you're taking the first crucial step to offload the guilt and burden that often accompanies worry. It's as if you're handling over a piece of that heavy load to someone who's willing to share the burden with you. The act of sharing your concerns, whether with a friend, a family member, a mentor, a coach, therapist, can serve as a release valve for the pent-up pressure of constant worry. Just by uttering your fears and anxieties out loud, you are acknowledging them and taking them out of the shadows. You're no longer dealing with them in isolation, which can be an isolating and exhausting experience. When you share your concerns with someone you trust, it opens the door to empathy and understanding, and often for yourself. These individuals often know you well and can offer a fresh perspective on your worries. 
they can provide valuable insights, reassurance, and emotional support that can be immensely comforting. Furthermore, by discussing exactly what you're feeling, you're taking control of your concerns. It's like confronting a monster in the dark. As soon as you shine a light on it, it becomes less intimidating. Your worries are no longer lurking in the shadows, ready to ambush your peace of mind. But it's not just about emotional relief. Sharing your worries and problems also allows you to receive advice and suggestions from different perspectives. Those you confide in might have faced similar challenges or have a completely different approach to solving problems. By being open to their input, you can discover new ways to tackle your worries that you may not have considered before. Remember, you don't have to worry in silence. By sharing your concerns with trusted individuals, you're inviting them to be part of your journey toward conquering constant worry. They become your allies in the battle against anxiety and stress, and their support can be a powerful asset. All right, let's move into step four, which is consider exercising. In our pursuit of conquering constant worry, step four is an incredibly effective tool considering exercise. We've all heard about the physical benefits of exercise, but what many people don't realize is how profoundly it can impact your mental well-being, especially when dealing with persistent worries. First and foremost, let's talk about stress. When you're constantly worrying, your body is in a state of heightened stress. Your nervous system is on overdrive. It is dysregulated. Your muscles are tense, your heart rate is elevated, and your mind is racing. Exercise serves as a powerful countermeasure to this. It allows you to channel that nervous energy into something constructive. It allows your nervous system a moment of relaxation and regulation. So consider this scenario. You have something you're worrying about unnecessarily. Something that seems to have a relentless grip on your thoughts. You just don't know how to stop worrying about it. And this is precisely where exercise can be a game changer. Engaging in physical activity, whether it's hitting the gym, going for a run, practicing yoga, or even just taking a brisk walk has a dual impact on your mental well-being. Firstly, exercise releases endorphins which are referred to as the feel-good hormones. These chemicals act as a natural mood lifter. So when you exercise, you're giving your brain a dose of these endorphins, which can help alleviate feelings of anxiety and depression associated with constant worry. Secondly, exercise serves as a release valve for the physical and emotional tension that builds up when you're worried. Think about it. When you're worried, where are your shoulders in space and time? They're up by your ears, right? You're like wearing your shoulders like earrings. So it's as if you're venting the steam in a pressure cooker, allowing your, allowing you to like physically work through your mental distress. This not only helps in reducing stress, but also provides a sense of accomplishment as you've actively done something to address your worries. And moreover, exercise is a fantastic way to increase your self-confidence. When you set and achieve fitness goals, it reinforces the idea that you can overcome challenges. 
which can be applied to addressing your worries. It's like building mental resilience through physical strength. All right, let's move on to step number five, which is slow down and reflect. In our journey here to conquer constant worry, step five is all about slowing down and reflecting. This step is about taking a proactive approach to address your concerns and regain control of your life. Often, constant worry stems from lack of clarity. It's like being in a dense forest without a map. You're lost, and every tree seems like a potential obstacle. But this step, slowing down and reflecting, this is your map and your compass. The first thing you need to do is to consider exactly what you're worried about. It's an essential first step in regaining control over your thoughts. Take some time to sit down and identify your concerns. What are the specific issues that are constantly plaguing your mind? This can be a daunting task, but it's the only way to move forward, right? I often tell clients that what we're thinking about and what has us so worried and stressed might only be a perceived threat. It's not actually true. So to be able to sit down and reflect and be like, what about this is actually true? And you may find that um, you're in a place of too far forward, too far thinking of the future, or too far backwards feeling and thinking about the past, of which both are perceived threats, because they aren't right now happening in the present. So once you've outlined your concerns, it's time to ask yourself if you have a rational or irrational thought. In many cases, we find ourselves worrying about things that, when viewed objectively, aren't as dire as they seem. This self-reflection and self-awareness can help you see the reality beyond your concerns, which is often less threatening than you perceive. Now, when you break down your worries into actionable steps, it becomes less overwhelming. Rather than feeling swamped by an impenetrable jungle of concerns, you're transforming your worries into a series of manageable tasks. This shift in perspective is empowering because it allows you to regain control. Now, it's crucial to differentiate between what you can and cannot control in both the short and long term. And sometimes worries stem from issues that are beyond our control. Acknowledging this can be liberating because it releases you from the burden of trying to control the uncontrollable. And oftentimes there are concerns that are within your control, where you can take meaningful steps towards resolution. Now, ultimately, this whole step is about working out exactly what's concerning you and then identifying how you deal with it. Remember, the forest may still be dense, but with your map, your compass, and your clear plan of action, you can navigate through it. It's about seizing control of your worries rather than letting them dictate your mental landscape. Reducing constant worry is a journey. It's not an overnight fix, but by prioritizing, relaxing, sharing, exercising, and reflecting, These five essential steps can lead you to a happier, more relaxed life. Remember, worrying is natural, 
like when it's constant, it can be detrimental to your mental and physical well-being. These steps can help you regain control over your thoughts and live a life with less anxiety and far more joy. Right? Now, if you'd like assistance in implementing any of these strategies, because they actually need a lot of in-depth work too, you can join me for the Emotional Regulation Mastery Class and program starting October 18th, or sign up for a Heal Your Story Breakthrough Intensive, which is a 75-minute one-on-one call with me where we get down to the emotions that are causing you your anxiety and stress. Both of those links will be in the show notes. I am sending you tons of love. Happy October. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to another episode of Heal Your Story. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find me, my coaching services, my book, or book a Heal Your Story strategy session at HeidiDelaire.com. For other self-development articles, go to LoveWideOpen.com. And you can also follow me at Heidi Delaire or Love Wide Open on all social media channels. Thanks so much. Sending lots of love.